0: hey everyone welcome to jojo's world
1: good evening and hello
0: hello again nick
1: ah yes hello again i'm glad we're seeing all of this happen again for a I'm second i'm glad i'm time.
0: seeing you with my ears today <laughs> twice uh, because western australia has entered a lockdown i responded to our first community transmission in uh about 12 months uh, so as a result, we recorded remotely this morning a podcast on two episodes of Revolutionary Girl, Utena, and then your treacherous computer destroyed the audio <laughs> rather than letting us release a perfect podcast.
1: I said, okay, computer, save this project as this. And it said, no. And here we are recording a second time. Just as it demands.
0: (laughs) We are very happy about our own personal Endless 8 situation. (laughs) Where we have the same conversation and we know we're having the same conversation again. But we can't stop ourselves.
1: It's like you're watching Endless 8 except you're the robot lady. uh, And we're both the robot lady. We're both the
0: robot lady and the idiots having the conversation on the balcony.
1: (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. Where it's like, hey, could we save that data? Well, I certainly can't. I require a certain something that I lack, you know? And that certain something was my audio.
0: This morning we recorded podcast on two episodes. Episode 18, uh, Mitsuru's Growing Pains, uh, which is a Tsububuki and Nanami episode. And uh, episode 19, The Song of the Fallen Kingdom, which is a Wakaba episode. Uh, and rather than subjecting ourselves to double duty for both of those today, uh, we are going to be smashing out that... Um, that Suwabuki episode now. Quick recap discussion. I think it's going to be a little unhinged because I think we're probably both a bit punch drunk from the... uh, And also regular drunk. Yeah, uh...
1: we're we're both just like, oh my god. Just get the beer. Come on, just get the beer. So, yeah.
0: So so looking forward to that. Uh, And then next week we will um, handle Wakaba Flourishing... Sorry, Song of the Fallen Kingdom, which I think segues on kind of a cliffhanger into second half... Wakaba flourishing episode twenty, so that'll be a good pairing in the end. Mm. Hey, speaking
1: of segues and good pairings, yeah. Did you know that we have a Patreon? Hmm. It's a I pretty did. good Patreon. There's I did because nothing... we talked
0: about it earlier today.
1: Yeah. Oh, so you already know that there is, in fact, a pa- Well, this Nick. I mean, this is Nick. Going to come. It's to all shock. a
0: loop. We've had this conversation before.
1: <laughs> what? That face that he makes then immediately followed by, how many times have we had this conversation?
0: We've recorded this podcast 31,645 times.
1: So then you already know that the patron on my mind is David Andresen.
0: David Andresen? Why, that's not a name I've heard before.
1: <gasps> I'm breaking the loop.
0: That's it. <laughs> there are there are some variations, like there are 18,000 variations where we didn't talk about MechWatch 2021. More on that in a moment.
1: Mm, but first, let's pivot back to the key moment that we all have here, which is David Andresen.
0: David Andresen, a now, patron of patreon.com slash Jojo's world, the only Patreon that will kill people for money.
1: <laughs> uh, are you saying that we're private contract hitmen now?
0: Hired guns. Soldiers without money. <laughs> anything that they like. <laughs>
1: Look, all that we can say is that we will do anything for money. I think I think that's a fair assumption to make between us. But I think David it's fair Andresen to say doesn't from want much from us. He just wants us to talk and be merry.
0: Thank you, David.
1: You are saving us from becoming hitmen.
0: Thank you, David, for supporting this production of Jojo's World.
1: You're a smart and beautiful person, I assume. Uh, Nick?
0: Yes? Um, there's just... I I tried to take stock after we lost the episode of bits we lost that I wanted to revisit. (laughs) Go on. And there's only one of them that I feel like deserves to be recounted.
1: Ooh, is it the part where we talked at length about Star Wars.
0: No, but... it! Try to imagine that. Try to imagine Mm. that occurrence, which has never happened before, listener.
1: It's in my mind. It's... Wait, no, it's not. Wait, hang on. Actually,
0: we did talk a good bit about the (laughs) Gungans and the membrane of their bubble city.
1: I talked at length and got very angry because I was like, if you walk through the (laughs) fibre, if you walk through that fibre, doesn't it make you dry? So, like...
0: Differentially permeable membrane, maybe.
1: And I got confused about the rebreathers that the Jedi use and the Gungans living underwater. And Nick, have
0: you looked like... into that at all since then? No,
1: of course I haven't <laughs> okay. looked into it because I forgot because I needed you to remind me from that audio recording. And now I'm going to need you to remind and me again. And that audio again.
0: recording is lost, so I will forever. never remind you. Oh, my
1: God. It's gone. It's gone forever. This is like an episode of Clone Wars that never got released. It's just
0: gone. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, Nick, there actually were... Several episodes that were like that, that eventually got released.
1: What, of Clone Wars?
0: Yeah, the famous Disney Plus <laughs> Season 5.
1: Oh, uh, but wasn't that the final season of... Yeah. Yeah. So that's not, like, not released. That's, they were gonna get released, they just didn't release them yet. Because, let's be real, they were, look, they wanted to make the money, right? Disney wanted to make that sweet cash, and they anyway. gave them the means to Star Wars.
0: Um, No, the bit I wanted to revisit was we went on what I thought was quite a clever riff about the revolutionary girl lieutenant uh, student community's dating app, Bloomer.
1: Ah, Bloomer. God, I remember that. Which came about
0: so well. uh, from like, we were talking about like, if they had iPhones, they would all have roses on them where the apples were because everything in this show is rose themed. And yep. Kiryu, Toga Kiryu, would be on his rose themed dating app, Bloomer. And we sort mm-hmm. of broke down why it would be called that because he's a um, like massive puber who's always yep. hitting on women who are coming of age. And he yep. himself is as well. Yep. Uh, the rose link, obviously. And also because it's a synonym for uh, women's underwear. Of course. Of course of course yeah. i mean it was a really good bit and listener
1: trust us when we <laughs> lost, say, like it was such a tears good in bit. the
0: rain it was such a good bit that the patriots suppressed it
1: <laughs> is this the first official patriot suppressed episode
0: i i was actually thinking about this like a couple of weeks ago whether we've had any lost lost episodes i think there was some Back in the early days when oh, I was yeah. in Bass and Dean, where we may have like lost the first 20 minutes or something like that, but I don't know if we've lost an entire episode no, before. No, we've,
1: we've lost one. I know that we have lost one that we've had to re-record before, but I don't think we ever mentioned it quite in the same degree as we're doing now. Because... <laughs> yeah, okay, I
0: think we'll, we'll get this out of, our, out of our system at the top of the episode, yeah. and then we'll, we'll be more normal. Today was such a brutal, like, what I was just really happy with that episode, you (laughs) know? It
1: was... You know, listener, if you can find that episode somewhere, you know, deep in the trenches... You can't. Deep in the trenches of... I was about to say some vault in the Texan desert. Please, by all means, give it back to us. It was a good app. And now we're going to recreate it from the ground up. And this time... The veil
0: is drawn. Now we have listed our characters of ourselves from this morning.
1: Mm. And this time I'm going to hit Control s and not Control shift s like... Yeah, but I've also updated everything, which is nice. So so I got that right. Updating is such a great process in 2021, you know?
0: MechWatch 2021. (gasps) Tell me more.
1: I feel like I should turn that into a real riff now. Yes, go on. Do it,
0: yeah. This past week, I have been on leave from work for relaxing reasons. (laughs) Uh, And I asked on Twitter, because I got a wild hair up my brain, that I wanted to watch a giant robot show.
1: I'll cheers to that. That's a great idea.
0: So people suggested some good things to me, uh, notably uh this show that I watched this week, Tengan Topper Guren Lagan.
1: Uh which I believe was meant to be just Guran Lagan to both of us, but is in fact not. It's wait, no, I've got that the wrong way around. Because we both thought it was just Guren Lagan,
0: right? I don't think it's important.
1: I can't remember. These are important details (laughs) that are lost to time.
0: uh, People suggested that to me if it was me asking and some other shows if it was you asking, but I didn't absorb those because they weren't relevant to me. (laughs)
1: What? How am I meant to know? I don't check the Twitter. Give me those names. If only
0: there was some way you could go and look at that.
1: Which there isn't, I'll have you know. I'm not going to get spoilers from part six. Come on, man. Come on. not going on there. Anyway, what did you find out?
0: So I watched all of the show this week, Mm -hmm. uh, and and we did talk about this this morning, so I'm not going to rehash the whole thing, but some key takeaways. Mm -hmm. Yep. Something, I I felt like the show had a really good sense of like style and and action, and I liked how um, the sort of the themes of growing up and not being defined by where you're born or who raised you. Uh,
1: like, you come from a hole, but you go on to just get a giant mech and lead a band of
0: yeah, yeah. merry men. And you also you grow based on the experiences you have, which is reflected in the mechs by them just like jacking the shit of all the enemies they fight.
1: <laughs> it's like, if right. there was a way to metaphor a mech battle, it would be by making a mech battle another mech.
0: Yeah, sure. <laughs> But I think I think we do, we talked about this, how mechs in the show are kind of like a metaphor for the self actualization tier of Maslow's hierarchy of needs.
1: I remember this. So you were saying... Where?
0: So like, all the time in the show, if they're like, if they're emotionally unstable, or they're hungry, or they're tired, their robots don't operate at peak capacity. But if they're in a good state with those lower order needs, then their robots become more powerful than ever, and they can achieve their goals. Mm.
1: So... As with Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs, where the bottom rung of needing food is satisfied, you level up your mech.
0: Yeah, and it guns a bigger mech.
1: Like some kind of beautiful mech pyramid scheme.
0: Uh, And uh, the, the other main theme was like how... There's all these guys who are like vaguely fascist, all these old men who are in charge being like, I'm making my people suffer, but it's for their own good. And then the protagonists see that and like, hey, how about you don't do that and we just fucking kill you and then we kill whoever you're afraid of that's making you act like this too. Right? It's just like a rejection of the sort of uh, storytelling paradigm of hard men making hard choices.
1: Now I've forgotten what that meant from this morning. So what did that mean okay. again?
0: So like from throughout the whole like first arc of the show, there's all these guys. There's the guy in the village who they grew up in, who doesn't let anyone go to the surface. Mm-hmm. There's the guy in the next village they go to, who says um, that if there's more than fifty people in the village, someone has to leave or die. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's the Spiral King, who is like the um, worst. He's like, I've got to make all these beast men to control the human population, otherwise aliens will kill us all. Anyway, Mm. so they encounter all these guys and they're like, no, you're just being a fucking coward because you're afraid to face up to something bigger than you, but we're not, so we'll get you out of the way, then we'll deal with that too.
1: So what you're saying is, uh, in fact, I do remember you explicitly stating the one contribution I have to this MechWatch 2021 section is that you thought that the spiral guy was very boring.
0: No, because. no, I thought that the spiral metaphor of, like, the galaxy and the DNA helix and blah, 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 mm. uh, was, like, an interesting enough little bit of symbolism. But, but the then guy. Just, there were all these, no, not the guy, just all these long, long monologues <laughs> about the spiral energy represents growth, so we anti-spirals have rejected it, blah, 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 blah. And you're just like, get on with it, man. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, have a normal conversation. Yeah, but we love spirals, right? Cinnamon scrolls. And then the final antagonist, the anti-spirals, because they've rejected the spiral, which symbolises growth, are like the spirit of conservatism distilled because they want everything to be the same forever because the spiral represents risk.
1: (laughs) Fucking Republicans. It's true. Oh, God. Uh, That's
0: it. I, I... so th- And then things that I liked less were um, not enough good cockpit hardware because it's all like this emotional mental link with the robots. That means that they're just classic two joysticks and yelling mech controls to make it do all this complicated martial arts.
1: Yeah, you want your switches and your uh, like throttle pedals as well.
0: Yeah. You want like, your Pacific Rim level. A lot of, lot of buttons of like, to press. Yeah, yeah. Like, Like in the big O, he's got these two joysticks on a rail in front of him, and Mm. the position on the rail represents like pulling back for the punch.
1: When you say represents Oh controls. (laughs) Yeah. I was about to say it's like that's not a metaphor, that's just how he (laughs) controls the mech.
0: But, like, like, you know, obviously, with because it's a fictional show, you can have basically any action. Yes. Like, it doesn't have to be a one-to-one consistent thing. I so just-, just when we see him push the thing back along the rail and then we see the robot... Uh, Make a similar wind up for a punch motion. We understand that that's what represents that control, right?
1: Yes, I was just thinking the engineer who built it wouldn't just be like, "So this joystick represents the motion of making a punch." He'd just be like, "You make a punch with this one."
0: Um, and other things I didn't like were annoyingly horny shows sometimes. Oh, but oh, but Liam, come on now, come on, you can't be. Come on, come And on I liked that there was like a prominent openly gay character, but I felt like they did too many, oh, a gay person's talking to me, I better threaten to kill him jokes.
1: I don't understand. What were these jokes that you mentioned? Like, so, what-
0: like, It was like every time that they wanted to do a joke with this character, he would just say, well, you're looking pretty fresh now that you've cleaned up. And then the person would like draw a sword and say, don't touch me, I'll kill you.
1: Just seems really odd. I don't remember that happening like, it's like every episode.
0: So much of it. Yeah,
1: I don't like the idea of it, but it does
0: sound. And like we talked this yeah. morning about how like the gay panic defense is still a legal thing in various yes. places. Like yes. not great fodder for jokes, which is but yeah.
1: depressing as fuck. But yeah,
0: yeah. But yeah, oh, MechWatch think- 2021 may continue if I watch more mech things that I haven't seen before. Currently watching Bubblegum Crisis Tokyo 2040.
1: Oh, is that the one with boomers? Yeah. God, I can't help but hate boomers. I
0: can't help but hate boomers. <laughs> you, boomers, I just hear, they, they say they're here to help us, but I don't trust them.
1: What, what were the images that you sent me? Because you were getting very excited about boomers. Oh yeah. As so I, I,
0: I thought when I started watching this, I thought I'd send a couple of my friends just like some of the um the jokes <laughs> where they say mean well not jokes.
1: <laughs> just the dialogue, yeah.
0: They've become jokes because of shorthanding boomers to uh, baby boomer to boomer. Hmm. Um, and I so think I th- thought I'd send them, my friends a few of those, but then there was like six in the first ten minutes, and I was like, okay, that's too many.
1: One of them that you sent to me was just, you don't need to apologise to a boomer, even if you are a new employee.
0: I was like, yeah. what? When- <laughs> Somehow I can't help
1: hating boomers. <laughs> it's so good. Like... I want to watch it just for the boomer jokes that weren't jokes, but are now jokes.
0: Well, Nick, we'll have to add it to the JoJo's World Watch list, which it's already on then.
1: And I'll just, I don't know if you heard that. That was me writing down boomer on my, <laughs> like, notepad page. On, actually, wait, no, that's just my desk. I just wrote on my desk. Just,
0: yep. They could never remake the show because then there would be a bit where they're about to, like, crush an enemy robot and uh, someone would, like, turn to the camera and wink and say, okay, boomer. And then we'd all put our foot through our TVs out of rage.
1: It would be like the, um, the bit from Shaun of the Dead where he looks in the camera, winks with the beer, except it would be exactly the same as that. So, like, they'd be like, it would, okay, It would boomer. be
0: like that. It would be yeah. like that, but it would also be like any joke from an Avengers movie that makes you want to scream.
1: That's almost every joke in an Avengers movie. Exactly, or any one-liners from any Avengers movie. Like the last bit of a Ava- spoiler alert when Iron Man gets the Infinity Gauntlet, ah, oh. and he snaps, and he's like just sitting there. <laughs>
0: fucking... Why did you? Why did you add
1: in that ah oh, of oh. awe? <laughs> <laughs> because it's like, Iron Man got it. That was the first big Marvel film. He's everyone's favourite. It's like, well, of course he gets the fucking Infinity Gauntlet. It couldn't be Captain America. It couldn't have been Hulk. It couldn't have been anyone. It couldn't have been Wolverine. could get the licensing for Wolverine. I'm very... Today is an angry day, man. I'm very angry about a lot of topics that I shouldn't be angry about, you know?
0: Nick, I why don't I help. calm you with a reading from the production notes for Revolutionary Girl, Lutana?
1: Save me from myself, please.
0: Episode 18, Mitsuru's Growing Pains. Tell me more. When I was a kid, I really liked The Candies, a 70s idol group. When someone asked me, who's your favourite, I was seriously torn between Ran and Sue. When I was a kid, I really liked Pink Lady too. Someone asked me, who's your favourite? I liked Mie, but for some reason I had the feeling that I shouldn't say that. So I fudged and said, well, I don't really like one more than the other. The candies got their big break with the song Oh, I struggled to say this last time and I'm going to <laughs> struggle this time
1: is, This one is going to be no different Here we go
0: Toshishita no otoko no Ko Parentheses Younger Boy That was pretty
1: good That was actually pretty good
0: It was a song where the girl sang about a younger boy You drive me crazy, but I love you That lyric made my heart go pitter-patter It was just as if they were saying I love you, to me How delusional oh. Love and delusion are only separated by a very fine line.
1: And that fine line, Liam, I actually don't know what it would be. That but...
0: fine line is the tip of Nanami's sword.
1: <laughs> that fine line is Nanami's opinion of you.
0: This, The first half of this note is very much like me asked to have an opinion on anything. Like, oh, I don't really like to play favourites.
1: I mean, I enjoyed these two people, but I also enjoyed this one. If I had to you pick mean, one, like, it would be this. I like Joske, but I also like uh, <laughs> Jonathan. What about Joseph? And you're just there going,
0: "Hmm, yes." Get
1: get out of here with
0: that. Me in the um in the supermarket aisle with two cans of tomato sauce, being like Jonathan Chudaro. <laughs> Everyone's just looking at you from afar. Is he okay? <laughs> Is he... I need to pick my favourite Jojo.
1: Should we help him in some way? No, just leave him. He'll, he'll you get can't there. Help don't... Him. <laughs> you can't help him. I can't help but not help Liam. I don't know where that joke was going.
0: Anyway. Okay. You sorry. can't help the Liam that can't help you. So help the Liam who can help you. Tengen Topper Gurren Ah,
1: uh, that's not the lesson. But okay, I'll take it. Can I... Hang on. Can I help the Liam by recapping the start of this episode?
0: Yeah, why don't you go?
1: Okay. I'll get this, uh, wait, hang on, hang on, this is the one where we start, and it's raining.
0: That's correct.
1: Yes, oh my god, okay, it's raining, there's a student council meeting.
0: Yeah, they've all got their colour-coded umbrellas on the platform.
1: And each one of them corresponds to their normal fighting uniform, like, so Mickey's is blue umbrella, Nanami's is a yellow umbrella... I mean, that's also
0: just their normal uniforms, not just their normal fighting
1: uniforms. Now, I remember they talk about something unimportant about, oh, is the end of the world doing something?
0: Yeah, so, well, the student council are sad this episode because they've started to realise that they're not the main antagonists anymore.
1: Mm. They notice that there are other duels happening and they want in.
0: They're not getting notes from end of the world anymore. Someone keeps turning them into swords. It's just not fitting of their stature. Exactly.
1: They need those
0: duels. Uh, and yes, yeah, so Nanami realises that it happened to Jury too. And they keep doing this thing where like two, two episodes in a row now or two sword fights in a row now, she asks Mickey and then Jury, like, what was it like? Did it hurt? And I think like it's meant to be like, she's asking them about having sex for the first time.
1: Mm. But obviously it's not quite, you know, it's not that.
0: Well, I'm, I'm sure pulling a sword out of someone is a very intimate action itself, but.
1: <laughs> you know, when you swallow a sword from someone, you, you have to pull it out as well. And that is a, ooh, you know, ooh, you, well, you know, you don't just you don't just wake up in the morning and pull out someone's sword if you know what I'm saying, you know? I don't. I mean, neither do I. But I mean, at the same time, I think the. Oh, bookie's here. For. So sewer walks in, right?
0: He's I- like, "Oh, it's raining, Nanami. Your um, your gym class is in the gym now. Your phys ed class. So I've brought you your basketball shoes." And then Mickey and uh, and Jury are like, "Hey, you're not allowed up here." And Nanami, I remember,
1: just goes, aren't I the student council president now?
0: Yeah, can't I bring anyone I want up here? Come
1: on, I'm all-powerful. Kiryu's in a catatonic state. I can do what I want.
0: Oh, my sweet, precious brother.
1: Uh, so, I think Suabuki yet again rebuffed. As
0: yeah, he so she, he, he's, like, he's like, what was that all about? And she looks down her nose at him like, don't worry, it's adult talk. And he's very worried this episode that he, he's a child. That he's not an adult. This is a problem that will solve itself.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) Look, given the application of time and, I guess, schooling, maybe.
0: And resources, like food and oxygen. Yep,
1: just a few resources that are very important. He will just become an adult. But do Mm. we want that? Because in generations to come, he will be hated for it, for being an adult. God knows I hate adults.
0: In, um, you know, probably 30, 35 years, he'll have a more acceptable age difference between himself and Nanami, and he'll get all his dreams. <laughs> he'll finally except be allowed. He, except he won't, because she's still in love with her brother.
1: Ah, uh, so we just need to take him out of the picture. But that's not what we're doing this episode. This episode, <laughs> he's just being nice, being sewer booky, just like, oh, I brought you your stuff, and then getting rebuffed.
0: Quick cutaway to um, Anthe and Utena being like, it sure is raining. Look, there goes Nanami and Suabuki. He sure is her butler.
1: Yeah. Seems like a healthy power dynamic that they have there. Yeah. Like you and he me, Utena. He seems
0: very happy with that whole situation and then cut to him sulking in the shoe locker room.
1: And he's just like, they don't get me.
0: No. And there's this little girl there. She's one year older than him. Her name's Mari.
1: M-A-R-I, which I keep thinking is Marie. But it's Mari. Yep, it's a me, Marie. It's a me, a Marie. That's all I got. Uh,
0: I'm <laughs> just happy to be near her. Oh, you're so twisted. You need a more normal relationship. You just don't get me, Mari. Yeah. You need to get me, you know? You need to think like And then like Nanami me. comes by and sees their argument. And she sl- and uh, Mari slaps Suwabuki so and runs off. And she's like, who was that? Oh, that's just some girl I know. Ooh. And Nanami doesn't take it the wrong way yet. No, Nanami, surprisingly, does not start plotting to kill Mari. Not yet. But w- <laughs> he's walking her home, holding an umbrella above her in the rain, which is quite a feat because she is much taller than he is.
1: Uh, and I I think this is the part where Nanami just keeps basically just dismissing all of Zuobuki's desires to be with you know, just be around her.
0: Yeah, you're a kid, but you don't act very cute. I yeah. just like being with you.
1: And he just keeps being like, oh, but, you know, it's just nice to hang. And she's like, I guess. I <laughs> guess. I'm going to go now. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: and Then in the elementary school dorms, it's later, uh, and he has bought all these groceries to make uh, Nanami's lunch for the next day. And Mari is like... Uh, God, it's making all this lunch for Nanami. Why don't you pay more attention to people your own age? Like me, for instance.
1: Uh, and he just goes, don't be ridiculous, all right? You don't get me, man. Okay, you don't get me. I'm me.
0: I get me. It's just nice,
1: yeah. and I like doing nice things.
0: Mari says that is a real black widow. Uh, which gonna I- use you up and, and then throw you away. It'll use you up, spit
1: you out, spirit crusher, Death. Nineteen ninety-eight, or somewhere around then, or maybe it was two thousand four. I don't know
0: what this is. This is a
1: this is a musical reference. It's very obscure, but it death was mainstream enough for me to make it. Someone out there is going to be hearing this and going, "Fuck yeah,
0: love oh, yep, death, yep. love Nick's references to obscure metal bands <laughs> from the eighties or 90s.
1: Well, they're not even that obscure because this guy. Let me let me break it down for you, Liam. All right? Let me. Here okay. Here we go. Mm. Here we go. Mm. So mm. there was a guy mm. in ninety-eight who made death metal. His name was Chuck, and that's not a joke. He wore (laughs) sandals on stage, and he was just lovable. But for some reason, he was hardcore and wrote a song about his neighbour. That actually would work in that beat, now that I say it. Literally, he made a song that was like, uh, his neighbour complained they were making too much noise. And he was like, Are you kidding me, lady? Are you kidding me? Really? And then they complained about the dog. And he was like, are you kidding me, lady? We are trying our hardest not to disrupt you here. And she was like, well, how dare you make noise for a living? He was like, I'm going to write a song about this lady. So he did. I think it was
0: called Like, uh, the lady that wouldn't shut up.
1: (laughs) Something like that. It's like, you know, something like the, the, the lair of the mountain queen or something. And the whole metaphor is just, yeah, she's, she's kind of a bitch. Like no one likes her. Let's just, you know, pretend she's not there. And then kill her in the music, and then promptly not do that in real life. Yeah, a little upsetting. Yeah, Yeah, it's a healthy coping mechanism,
0: don't worry. You just don't know Miss Nanami's good points, he says. Her many, many good points, like... She wears an outfit, she goes to school. She's been to India. She has a brother. She (laughs) loves her brother very much. She is capable of speech. She is capable of murder.
1: (laughs) She has indeed helped her brother using the two aforementioned
0: skills (laughs) in many ways. She's got ready access to clothes that get melted by champagne. She is very sympathetic of
1: bovine animals and their needs.
0: And their fashion. And their fashion. Knows how to throw a good party.
1: Uh, But only for herself.
0: Yeah, an anatomy focused party.
1: Damn good party, though. She's also my girlfriend, so fuck you, Mari. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so there's a whole bit about, like, if she eats this banana, I'll be satisfied. Ew, bookie, that's dirty. And bookie, is like, what? what
1: the hell does that And mean? she
0: runs off, leaving behind a half-eaten chocolate bar. And he's like, do adults even eat chocolate? goes to eat it, but no I can't because that would represent an indirect kiss between me and Mari and uh, I'm saving all those sort of feelings for Nanami as an adult.
1: Yeah, I'm keeping it all in for her. Mm.
0: Keeping we've all- it all in for God.
1: <laughs> we've, we've been there. Oh man. <laughs> I remember.
0: Okay, so this scene, mm. you go.
1: Well, I, I was going to say, I remember there have been people in my life who started off this is going to make me sound like an old man, right? I remember back in my day there were people who would say, "Oh, I'm just saving up for the right person." And then that was in like first year uni, right? Come third year uni, they were like, "Mate, let me bloody Total tell you hogs." Yeah. So they they went from like one end of the spectrum to the other.
0: Yeah, I think that's a pretty common uh, opinion to transition. Take. Yeah.
1: But the thing is, at some point in the middle, I wanna know like what made them shift, you know? Because people on, <laughs> on that end of the spectrum are like, I'm just saving it. I'm just, you know, it's very important to me.
0: If I can answer that question with a um, bit of onomatopoeia, Nick. Go on then. Uh, if I actually can. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I heard a
0: keyboard. The hell was that? That was me cracking open a cold one with the boys.
1: Oh, bloody nice, mate. Bloody nice. I wish I had easier access to beer right now. Ah, <laughs> This is the struggles of... The, the WA lockdown is like, oh, first community... Well, particularly because you
0: live in quite an isolated area, too.
1: I live in quite an... Yeah, I mean, th- my neighbours are literally acres away. So, yeah, yeah. But enough about so, me.
0: Yeah, quite an important scene happens here because Suwabuki is taking Nanami her lunch, fried chicken with asparagus and bacon, mm-hmm. and Nanami is speaking to none other than Shoji Makage, the antagonist of this arc. <gasps> Why is she talking First to time, him? the first time since Mickey spoke to him in the first episode he was introduced that he's spoken to someone that isn't the rose groom, I think.
1: Oh, I do remember why. Oh, so- or
0: someone he's not actively brainwashing.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's talked to a lot of people. All of them went downhill very quickly after meeting him. Uh, I remember that he wanted to invite Nanami to the seminar.
0: That's right, the Makage yeah, seminar. Which still hasn't happened. She accepted the invitation and was like, let's go get lunch. Oh, do you want to come to Suwabuki? Oh, no, you don't need to invite him, says Nanami. He's just a, child. Just, just a, a child. child. just a child. Just a child. Just a child. And the screen like cracks and he falls into a pit of despair. <laughs> that
1: doesn't happen, but no. it <laughs> really does. You, literally, it's like a good silence and then a cutaway to him being like, just a child.
0: The exact second is heart ripped ripped in half.
1: Oh, you don't have to pay attention to him. He's just a child, child.
0: child. So now we're treated to like the only like one the two, second of two pre-dual utena scenes in this episode. <laughs> yep. Cuz we talked about this in in the last recording uh, about how like these um black the rose The last
1: recording.
0: Yep. Th- these black rose episodes. They're like, they're character pieces on the person who gets Black Rose brainwashed and their relationship with the student council member to various extents. But, like, if 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 it weren't for the fact that her name is on the show, Tana wouldn't really need to be here.
1: Yeah, she just kind of hangs, has a bit of a chat with them beforehand, and then fights them. <laughs> but there's nothing necessarily driving... I think you were saying there's nothing necessarily driving her internally... To actually enact any
0: change. She's got plenty of reason for it, though, because her friend, her new friends or, or old acquaintances keep getting brainwashed into trying to defeat her in a sword fight and kill her friend slash girlfriend. Yeah, but so she doesn't... She's got you know, plenty of reason to try and actively pursue something behind this, but all she does is hang out at, with Akio and have coffee.
1: Oh, look, maybe it's just a series of odd coincidences, you know? Maybe, I mean, you don't know. Maybe it's only five and we're done, you know? Five then thrive, that's what I say Okay You just you you start off, you're like, oh, that's one person Who's been brainwashed, oh, two, okay Three, ooh, maybe there's something to it Four,
0: three's a pattern
1: Oh, hang on a minute, nah, nah, hang on Four, five, okay, we're done Yeah, surely there
0: can't be more Five, they've kind of run out of people I know by this point So we're probably good
1: It's like lightning strikes, after about four or five You're like, oh, there can't be more There can't be
0: more I only really know Wakaba and the four student council members, so...
1: (laughs) That's like my entire group of friends, and I'm really not friends with any of them except Mickey, so...
0: Black Rose people have to start, um, have to start going to, like, C-tier characters, like those three identical boys.
1: Oh god, yes, please! Have, like, a massive (laughs) gang-up situation where they are all voiced, and they all speak in unison. Yeah, and
0: oh. obliterates them in moments.
1: Literally, they're like, we will fight for shing Dun.
0: Doesn't even need to do the prince move.
1: Oh, that'd be amazing. That'd be incredible. I would legitimately watch that episode.
0: So least yeah. I know you will. We're going to watch them all.
1: Of course. So sewer those, is feeling bad.
0: Yeah, and those three boys are actually in this scene because sewer bookie's in the library reading about what it means to be an adult, and Utena and Anthy weigh in that being an adult means having experience in certain things, oh. and all the horny weird boys are like certain things.
1: Oh. And uh. Uh, sewer bookie's like, the fuck does that even mean? Which I think all of us could relate to when we were eight years old. Yeah, you know when an And then we transition.
0: Like, we transition from there to Utena's regular. Tea therapy session with Akio, Anthony's older brother, mm-hmm. being like, "Is it weird that I dream about my prince?" Someone asked me what it meant to be an adult lately, and I thought, "Like, am I an adult or a child? Like, I've got these childish fantasies, but also I'm growing up. So what am I doing here?"
1: Well, he and he responds with, "Well, what do you think you are?"
0: He responds with, "You know, I was thinking about space oh, while you this, were talking.
1: That's right? <laughs> Fuck! I'm because I misread the subtitles and thought he said." You know, the thing about the stars is that they're like billionaires or something. I was like...
0: No, what he said was, um, every passing year, stars lose a bit of their brilliance.
1: Ah, that's right. Stars lose a bit of their billions. (laughs) <laughs> if only and that's he's like, how the real world works
0: and Utena says wow your star's shining out it's brightest Mr. Chairman with your pretty wife and all and he's all like perhaps now, we haven't seen my pretty wife since you defeated her in a sword fight <laughs> while she was brainwashed
1: we haven't seen her since you murdered her in cold blood Utena <laughs> <laughs> yeah so she, uh, she has that little chat and then we get a weird glimpse over it uh Anthe.
0: No, no, it? that's the uh, that's the next episode. Oh, forget. Um, oh, oh, spo- the, the parallel Spoilers. scene in the next episode. Anthe isn't present for this one.
1: Cut it from this app. That's it. Get no, it no. Oh, okay. All right. Natural Meanwhile, dialogue. Well, well.
0: <laughs> in the basement of Nemoro Memorial Hall, Rose Groom, who we learn is named Mamiya, mm-hmm. uh, is depressed because of the rain. Oh. We'll just... He's cultivating a new black rose and it's going to be for, to quote Makage, the deeply jealous queen and her re- retainer, or Nanami and Suabuki. Yep. And, he's uh, just a boy. Oh, yes, he was a bit of a tough bud till yesterday, but I'll crack him, turn him into a nice evil swordsman.
1: I think that's, like, the whole scene, though, isn't it? Where he's like, oh, well, I guess we'll do that then. And then that's it. There's, there's Pretty no, much. Yeah. There's nothing, because like, fanciful going on. They're just like, oh... What are you going to do? Turn him evil? Nice.
0: <laughs> well, it's, I think it's, usually it's like that, but this time because Mamiya's depressed, he's like, you're terrible.
1: Mm, true. He does disapprove of him.
0: Yeah. Beauty alone will not get us the Rose Bride. I understand.
1: A tier dialogue. This is what we're here for.
0: <laughs> I accept your motivations, for they are my motivations too.
1: Ah, then we are aligned in a sense.
0: Sowa bookie is watching adult movies in the school cinema. Now
1: hang, you say adult movies, okay? He's not movies
0: watching... that will make him an adult. Yes, but they're not
1: adult <laughs> movies so much as they're movies
0: of adults. It's like a montage of adults almost but not actually kissing each other.
1: Yeah, as in like, you know, like Casablanca or yeah. uh, any like rom-com where they're like, oh, they're kissing but it's not like real ki- you know it's not like the real shit man you know you're not really like they're not invested in each other they're just kind of he's like acting
0: oh they're acting yeah yeah but i don't think Suabuki's Bookie's clocked in are the characters in this show acting too
1: is it acting if you you're an <laughs> animated character or is it um, just who framed
0: you are? Roger Rabbit would have us believe maybe <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay weird <laughs> radio I don't know where I stand on this. Can we have a? Can we make a poll to just sort out the answer to this
0: question? Well, the, the people who do the voicing is acting, certainly. Well, yeah, they're um, acting, but what about are the-, the um, Are the animators acting with their wrists well, and that's, fingers? That's it, right? Is it
1: acting? Or is it like, is it something Reacting.
0: Art? Ooh. The animators
1: are reacting to the dead timeline. The dead timeline? The deadly timeline. That's the word I was the, going yeah. for.
0: <laughs> Wait, what are you talking
1: about? I'm just saying that they're like unrealistic timelines on animation. Oh, I see. Yeah. I thought
0: you meant like first. I thought you meant uh, the timeline in like an Adobe project.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: And then then I thought you meant the dead timeline where we previously recorded this episode.
1: Ah, yes, the lost episode. Mm. Yes. Henceforth, it'll be known as the dead timeline.
0: Yes. Mm. The alternate timeline where we become famous and successful professional podcasters, cruelly snatched from us by. Fate. I don't know. Agent Smith.
1: I mean that's the matrix. Yep. But I'll, I'll, I'll It is allow the matrix. It. I'll out. You can you can have this one, alright? I'm not I'm not i not a problem with this reference, alright? It fits. It's I mean it doesn't fit. You know, but like for look for the purposes of this, I'll say it fits, okay?
0: So this next exchange rules. So Mari comes in and is next to Bookie, and it's both of their faces uh like looking forward at the screens in profile, and she says, What are you doing? And he says, Seeing certain things. Oh. So I can be an adult. Oh. I'm Why do you keep eyebrows? bugging me? Well, I just think that a guy who's had one real kiss is more of an adult than someone who's watched a hundred kiss scenes.
1: And uh, immediately after that, Zuabuki puts his hand on her hand. Oh my god. And then. Uh, she kind of looks up and we see Suwabuki just like,
0: come on, let's go. Big big cartoon smooch face. Yeah, pursing
1: his lips. And then we just hear a big slap sound.
0: So crucially, uh, she does say, you're not stupid, but you're doing this all weird. You have to practice, which Mm. I'm sure he read as an invitation, but was being way too blatant.
1: Yeah. And then she runs out and she's like, how dare you! No sense of subtlety. Yeah, and you Nanami, really are
0: a child. And then Nanami's there.
1: <gasps> Nanami's watching the whole thing. She heard the slap from a mile away.
0: Oh my god!
1: Uh, and as Mori so a book, he's sulking away. in his
0: room, mm-hmm. he's thrown out the yellow lunchbox he makes Nanami's lunches in, and then he goes
1: to the chocolate and then just decides no, and throws that. In the he also has line. a
0: series of flashbacks about people saying like, "He's just a kid, just a kid, just, just a, a, a kid. Kid. kid, just a
1: kid," uh, and then. He hears a knock on
0: the door. A rap-a-tap-tap. Oh, yeah, it's Nanami. What were you doing in the cinema today? I saw it. You were with a girl. You can't be with a girl. You're my property. You're and, my child, butler.
1: And his response basically boils down to, it was no one. She was just a girl. I used to. You meet.
0: like her, don't you? So what if I do? I'm small. <laughs> is, that, is that the real... Dylan. Okay, he, he says so what if I do I'm still really small I can't eat bitter things that seminar's too hard for me to join and even Mari's been giving me a hard time lately saying you're a kid so you don't understand why couldn't I be the same age as you I want to be an adult mm. I want to do all the fun things adults do like
1: debt and tax
0: this is an episode about puberty
1: yeah I never went through that with puberty though I, just no, I thought couldn't... you were going
0: to say I never went through that <laughs>
1: Man, puberty. What a time. Never did it. Wasn't my scene, you know?
0: I went through puberty and, yep, n- not to brag. Um, uh-huh. But then I went through a second puberty where oh. someone pulled a sword out of me.
1: Oh, I get it. Right. You went through, um, what, what do they call it? uh... uh- <laughs> Puber.
0: Transubstantiation.
1: I was gonna say Puberad, but that doesn't really work at all. That's, n- I don't really know what you're
0: going for there. Like
1: Puberadical, right? It's like radical and puberty, but like Puberad.
0: That's not good. That's yeah, it bad just, mouth feel it just on that sounds one.
1: like It just sounds like rad pubes. And I'm like, oh no. But you know, we, we're fine. <laughs> 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 so Zububuki is like, goodbye. Me. No, that no, no. Like you can't,
0: we can't gloss over this because I spent like 10 minutes trying to describe this shot okay, in the just, previous one. Describe so I'm going to see if I, can, if I can do better. Here, so, hit me with that art attack, okay? This is an art attack? This is an art attack. <laughs> I'm having an art attack. <laughs> There's nothing <laughs> Oi, you Governor, can do Boy, Governor, I'm it. having an art attack. It's me, Speedwagon.
1: Hello, Governor, I'm having an art attack.
0: I'm Banksy. <laughs>
1: He's just drawing on a wall. It's like, Speedwagon, what are you doing? It's like, I'm making my fortune, I am. I'm having an art <laughs> attack.
0: Famous anti-capitalist artist. Uh, Speedwagon.
1: Someone comes up to it. It's like, I'd like to buy that wall. It's like, oh, very well then, Governor. And then his goons smash it with sledgehammers. And like, why would you do that? Speedwagon. Art's oh, transient. Didn't you hear, lad? I'm a real graffiti artist these days.
0: <laughs> Don't you know? <laughs>
1: Don't you know? Um, (laughs) Okay. Anyway, (laughs) describe to me this scene as if you were on an episode of Art Attack.
0: The action is that Nanami says, don't be silly, puts her hand on his downcast head. You don't have to be an adult. You'll find the way you are now. Trying to be genuinely reassuring. But it's framed so that we're seeing... They're in a liminal space, uh, but in the doorway of his room. So she's outside on the threshold. He's inside on the threshold. So when he... When uh, she puts her hand on his head, mm-hmm. uh, it passes into his space and out of the framing of the shot that is her outside his room. And then we have a quick shot of the black rose being plucked. And then inside his room, her hand intruding into his world, which is dark and depressed because he's so unhappy. Uh, because even though she's trying to be reassuring and make him feel better, he's, she's actually reinforcing the very things that's causing him distress right now. Mm, Yes Yes So he goes to Nemoro Memorial Hall To get some counselling Because in the other episode we watched today We found out that there are rumours That you can go there and get counselling And that's why people keep going there So
1: that answers that question What it doesn't answer is the question of Who's actually answering their like um, you know that the thing you tap and it makes the bell sound? The bell. The bell? D- you know? The
0: desk <laughs> bell? You know the desk bell? You know, that, um, you know that thing that you push buttons on and it makes a phone sound?
1: Oh, you mean a keyboard?
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know that thing you talk into when it makes a podcast sound?
1: Oh, you mean a nick?
0: Wait, that one doesn't work.
1: Wait, hang on.
0: Because you don't talk into a podcast and make a podcast. <laughs> you talk into a microphone. Yeah, that doesn't quite work. Well, you defeated me. I'm going to uh, crumble into shadows and uh, return from whence I came. Congratulations, Nick. The podcast is yours now.
1: Oh, well, this is exciting. Hey, everyone. (laughs) Welcome to my math podcast.
0: Oh, Uh, no. uh, Nick's
1: Numerals. How are you going? So today we're going to learn about the number one, because this is the first episode. Did you know that if you multiply anything by one, you get one? That oh, wait, no, right. that's not right. Shit, I need Liam.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> oh, now you crumble into <laughs> dust and I'm back.
1: <laughs> you just come back. It's like, that's right. I am the one that you need.
0: It's like, oh, no. bookie. give us your therapy.
1: He's like, hey, I just- Really into Ananami. Yeah, he's got a, a photo with her on it, I think.
0: Yeah, and it's a photo of her, like, from the waist up. Uh, and then he's just in the side of the frame from, like, his nose up. Like, a real great visual metaphor for his anxieties this episode.
1: Uh, so he's just basically like, yeah, I just wish I was older and I was an adult and that everyone respected me. Can't be respected without being an adult. I'm not good. Enough. I thought
0: I was happy to just be like her child butler, but now just being around her isn't enough for me anymore. And even Na- Mari, my old friend, has been making fun of me for being a kid lately. Quote, I want to be an adult and just kick over the whole world.
1: You know, I think on some level I can absolutely relate to that. <laughs> but on multiple other levels, I don't know if I would want to kick over the world.
0: If the world is a sandcastle and you kick it over, you're going to have some problems. Mmm,
1: yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was
0: nothing. I thought I had something, but that was nothing. No,
1: no, I think philosophically you've made... Something. Uh.
0: The lights flick off. Mikage's there. And he says, the path you must take has been prepared for you. And we kind of skip over the rest of his brainwash transition. Because we know the drill by now.
1: We we all know. He's there. He's doing his thing. Everything's fine. But like, eh.
0: So we're back in the cinema. And the Kiss movies are playing. Mm-hmm. And Suwabuki is called Nanami there. And we see a lot of shots of them silhouetted against the screen uh, in this whole sequence. She sits down next to him. He puts... Her, his hand on hers in the uh, the cinema seats, and he's got a black rose ring on, and he's like, "Hey, why are you touching me?" Sorry, she's like, "Hey, why are you touching me? Stop that!"
1: And he gets the swords out of her.
0: <laughs> yeah, then she like stands upright. Be- 90- degree back bend and uh, <laughs> so two swords come out of her chest and then he's got two huge swords and it's like, "I'm an adult now. God, it's so good. <laughs> it's like or, uh, to be fair, he says, and with this, I will be an adult. Which is the
1: dopest possible thing you could say as a child holding swords. You know having
0: seized this enormous phallic symbol, I will become an adult. <laughs>
1: <laughs> having grasped this saber, now I will become... Saberman. an adult, an adult being. That's right. I named myself differently. That's what adults do when they're old.
0: I don't understand this bit, Nick.
1: Like, legally, I can change my name to Sabre oh, Man. I
0: see. You ever seen um, any
1: adult... What, what's the Power Rangers thing? Sentai?
0: Yeah, Sentai. Yeah.
1: Have you ever seen any child Sentai warriors? I didn't think so.
0: Um, probably. Don't answer that
1: question <laughs> with anything other than no.
0: When you're an adult, when you accrue enough power, people have to agree with you. (laughs) When
1: you're as old as I am, adults can't respect you. But when I will be wielding swords in the adult fashion,
0: oh yeah. That's the millennial story, baby. Oh yeah. Okay, so uh, the rain has let up and Wakaba is annoyed because she finally brought her umbrella. This always happens. Uh, Then Utena opens her locker and inside her umbrella is the dual summons letter. Which is quite funny. Yep, quick Shadow Puppet play to skip it over it. Um, the joke this time is that she, the Shadow Puppet lady is adopting the persona of a young girl who's just, quote, done it for the first time. What, you didn't tell your own father? I did it in a car. I'm an adult now. I was nervous, but I have no regrets. I just gave blood for the first time.
1: Ah, oh,
0: no. in a car. You can give blood when you're 16. A proof of adulthood. Mm. And then the dueling arena. Dun, 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 yep, dun, dun, the absolute dun, dun, destiny apocalypse
1: dun, dun,
0: dun, dun, dun. There we go so, Like, it's so weird It's so, like, like uh, It's just Hang on, wait, grasp your words I, I know they're doing a character study thing mm-hmm. With all the, like, really fleshing out the student council members Via their relationships to other people that Some of which we know about already Yeah Um, All of which we know about already? Some all I, of them, I think.
1: I don't know. I I'm not following this yeah. train of thought. You're the one. We knew about Kozue.
0: We knew about Shiori. We knew about Suabuki. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, f- they're fleshing out the student council ca- members as characters via their relationships with other people who aren't Utena. Mm-hmm. But as a result of that, like Utena seems, it was like such an afterthought to the show in this season because she's not. She's not trying really to figure out anything. this whole... Yeah. She's not trying to figure out the whole Rose
1: Pride situation anymore. She is not directly involved in the conflict or the tension arising from their struggles. Yeah. She just fun. has
0: some chats and then gets a note to go sword fight someone every now and then.
1: And then she gets up there and she's like, oh, it's you. Oh, it's you. Speaking of, the dueling arena.
0: The dueling arena.
1: It's covered in desks which have... What, what were they called again?
0: I think it was Haniwa.
1: Hanewa, which is like a little... Japanese
0: statue that's buried with a dead body,
1: mm. and they're all holding a bar of chocolate.
0: Yeah, and I think this is a symbol of the of what Suibuki asserts as the death of his childhood.
1: Mmm, lit crit shit.
0: Yep. Yeah, I get it. Upon the black rose, I swear I shall win this duel. Then he attacks Utena before, like she even draws her sword. Like really channeling that Nanami energy.
1: Yeah, real rude dude vibes. This episode yeah
0: yeah it's not the sewer bookie we know draw that sword out all right and she does like a whole little ritual this time and says power of dios that sleeps within me heed your master and come forth and then that sword comes out oh it's so good
1: it's so good every time we get that it's so good
0: yep uh, um, it's time to duel the bells
1: it's time to d- 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 Yep, they start dueling, and I think at one point Uten is like, we don't have to do this.
0: Yeah, you and I have no reason to fight, she says, and, like, you're not wrong. <laughs> She's pretty on the money in that regard. I will be an adult. What? Experience alone doesn't make you an adult. With that experience, a child must defeat an adult to become one himself. Uh, That's not true.
1: I don't know if this is some, like, Sith apprentice bullshit. I, I'm yeah. pretty sure you can just wait. <laughs> you can just wait that shit out.
0: Uh, Utena pretty quickly does the prince thing, like he's so. Ibuki is overextending himself with aggression, and then she just knocks one of his swords away, which smashes uh, one of the statues in half. And as you pointed out, then there's another little statue inside it. Yeah,
1: he's like a nice little little man. I think he's yeah. Not I'm looking holding... at a photo of it now, actually, I yeah, missed it last time. I think he's not holding any chocolate though.
0: It looks like he catches the sword, which is I think it feels like just a quick little joke to me. Hmm.
1: Maybe it's like, oh, reclaiming the childhood via adulthood. Maybe. It's never
0: too late to die. Um, hmm. but then he keeps coming with just the dagger, but then Utena does a second jump attack and like it looks like he's, she's going to cut him in half for a sec. Literally uh, just, when
1: we saw it we were like, oh fuck, is this oh gonna God, get Utena dark? just
0: murdered a child. <laughs> Well, uh, but eventually she just cuts the black rose off, he falls, and a body goes into the evil furnace.
1: Ah, oh, they didn't succeed again.
0: Oh, mm. God. They've only got like uh, 94 uh, or 90, <laughs> what, 96... Um,
1: People left to burn. Yeah,
0: dead bodies left. Oh,
1: that's, that's not good rates, you know, not good rates.
0: I don't so. know, in XCOM I'd take a 96% chance, <laughs> granted I'd miss, but... <laughs>
1: Yeah, but that's why you lose. I would wait for that 99.99, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. So I think okay. it very quickly wraps up after this.
0: Yeah. Because so Nanami is walking to school. Tsububuki passes. She blushes at him. Is like, oh, why am I blushing at a child?
1: <laughs> we went over this last, ep- like, another episode and it's not any Very
0: uncomfortable. Now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she, then Mari runs past and Suwabuki sees her and runs off to be with her. And Nanami is like, ah, he sure is young. End of episode.
1: Not even joking. Yes. That's, that's the end of the episode. That's where mm-hmm. we leave it.
0: Well, he's like rediscovered like a normal childhood, it seems like. Mm.
1: Not like me. I, yeah. But yeah, no, it seems like a nice ending for him. He's like, goodbye, Nanami. But probably not like goodbye, goodbye. Probably just like,
0: eh. Sayonara.
1: Yeah, sayonara and farewell. But not farewell. I'm, yeah.
0: Uh, And then in the other timeline, then we talked about the next episode, but we'll do that next week now. Yep, because life is rough. Life finds a way to ruin your plans, no matter what you do.
1: Now, I already know what my highlight is, though, because I picked it this morning. Okay. My highlight is Suabuki wielding the two swords and saying, with this, I shall become an adult. (laughs) That was pretty good. the most amazing fucking thing ever. Just like... Just him standing there, will and like, oh yeah. Oh, these two nanami swords. Here we fucking go, boys. Party's on now.
0: Looks like meat's back on the menu, boys.
1: (laughs) I've shown you that video where uh, it's that scene from *Lord of the Rings*, but with normal voices.
0: Oh. (laughs) No, I I think you might have actually. Yeah. Yeah, it's
1: like, oh look, meat's back on the menu, boys. Oh great, yeah, I love it. So good. Anyway, what's your highlight, Link? What's your highlight? Thi-
0: now, I think my highlight from this morning was in the other it. episode. Yeah, so, so you've really um, got to struggle with this one. I think my highlight from this episode was the student council meeting.
1: Nicely framed.
0: Good colours. Nicely framed. I liked the way the colours of their, their key character colours popped against the grey skies mm. and uh, were complemented by their themed umbrellas. Uh, and I kind of just appreciate that these guys who were the antagonists of the last arc are like, so we really need to figure out what's going on because we're not the main characters anymore.
1: <laughs> it does seem a bit odd that they're just suddenly like, ah, really get to the sidelines.
0: But. We're not getting our letters from end of the world anymore. Could it be because we all failed consistently? No,
1: that, come on now. That's, that's loser talk.
0: <laughs> um, Low light. Hmm. Um, well I can go with the same low light as earlier Which was the weird bit where Nanami's blushing at Tsububuki Like, you're not allowed He's allowed to have an innocent, childish crush on you And like, within a fictional story You're also allowed to turn him into your butler as a result But you're not allowed to be into him (laughs)
1: Look, there's a level There's a level of acceptance here And that's not it Yeah We're gatekeeping this hard, okay? I'm willing to tie on this bridge
0: Yeah, we're gatekeeping falling in love with children
1: (laughs) I want to say my low light is probably just Utena, uh, oh, no, probably my lowlight is probably just going to be Suabuki with his mad strat of, oh, but if I just kiss her, I'll be an adult. It's like, I get it. I understand it. Ah, buddy. Ah, oh, buddy. I don't want to,
0: I don't oh, want to. Oh. You need a, uh, you need a good role model in your life.
1: Yeah. I don't want to be subjected to this if I don't have to be. This is too awkward. This is, ooh, it really just cuts down to the bone, you know? yeah no subtlety now we would do predictions but yeah. we know what's gonna happen because we already and we've already made
0: predictions
1: yeah so we're just gonna leave that for a while
0: yeah but suffice to say the next episode has s- s- what I consider a-, a very surprising 11th hour twist uh, which is and then great. a very very gratifying 12th hour cliffhanger <laughs> so uh, uh, look forward to that god
1: damn it I now I remember what that cliffhanger is and I'm not happy I'm not pleased. I mean, I am, but I'm not like, you know, yeah, you know me
0: anyway. I sure do. Yeah. And I think that means it's time to do, do. That's right, Nick. I'm coming at you through what? your computer. Oh, fuck. Cool. <laughs> if you would like to support us on Patreon, you can go. .com slash JoJo's World. You
1: can go to www.patreon.com slash JoJo's World. We don't really do much. But we do and what we can. Here's
0: a little um, tech tip for the hackers and cyberpunks out there. Mm. You don't even need the www dot. Excuse me? What the <laughs> fuck is
1: that? What? Get the f- Hang on. Hang on. I don't believe you. Hang on. Let me, let me just- Mother of God. You've blown this thing wide open, Liam. This is- Oh my God. This is going to be life changing. But just for safety, use www. anyway. you crazy hacker. For a
0: bit of, like, just on a whim, unaffiliated promotional material. Go on. If you're into tabletop RPGs, check out the newly released Hardwired Island about cyberpunks in space.
1: Ooh. Have you been reading that all day? No. Will you be reading it more tonight? Maybe. <laughs> come on. Come, you can tell me, mate. You can bloody tell me. You and until next time. To be continued. To be
0: continued. Kind of, kind. because we know what happens. Yeah, we already
1: know. But to be continued anyway...